Blessings one and all, and welcome to the Infinite Journey Podcast. I'm Paul James Caden, and today on the show, we're going to be asking a question. And that question is, why do so many of us look to our political leaders and elected officials to start the healing process in our lives and in our nation. Now, this is not, I repeat, this is not going to be a political show. So stick with me during this conversation because I think there's something here that a lot of us are missing. And I want to examine that question we just asked from the inside out and the outside in. And I think this is really going to give us all some food for thought to pause and say, hey, wait a minute. Maybe we are approaching this all wrong. And, you know, I was inspired to do this show because I was looking over social media. And over the last, you know, geez, uh, probably week or more, you know, you you see a lot of posts with an upcoming election here in the United States. And, you know, this isn't just about America. You could be listening from another country, I know some folks do, and apply it to your own lives, your own country, your own way of looking at things, looking at reality. But, you know, on social media, I I see a lot of people saying, in order to start the healing process, we need to elect this official or re-elect this particular person. Or people saying, oh, only so many more days left until the election, we'll have real leadership and we can, you know, someone who will start the healing process in America. Now, for me, like I said, this is not a political show. This has nothing to do with politics. It doesn't matter to me which side of the political coin you are on. I respect your opinion. Flat out. I would never look down upon someone uh, for having a certain political view or uh, supporting a certain political party. You know, that's up to each individual to decide for themselves. But the interesting thing is to me is that people on both sides of the line here in America, Republican and Democrat, are both saying the same thing. They're both saying that we need to start the healing process in this country and that we need to vote for this person or that person in order to make that happen or in order to get that healing process started. So my question is this. If so many of us know that we're in need of healing in our societies, in our cities, in our states, in our country, in the world, in our personal lives, why are we looking to one man or one woman 
or one group of people in a certain administration to make that happen? Why are we not taking the initiative as individuals to start making that happen right now? It doesn't matter who is in the White House. It doesn't matter who is in charge in any country in the world. We are still human beings. We are still individuals. And we can still make that free will choice just to start being better toward one another. Treating one another fairly and with compassion. Start doing the right thing. You know, I think this whole idea has gotten us kind of politically hypnotized that some people feel that we can't do certain things or that we can't move ahead with certain things in our lives or in, a, in our country unless there's a certain person in the White House or at the helm. And I think that's a mistake. Because ladies and gentlemen, again, it doesn't matter who's in the White House, a Democrat or a Republican here in America, they are the president of everyone, the president of the people. And they are not our leaders. They're not a king. They're not some, you know, potentate, you know, that's over everyone. They are elected officials. They are the servants of the people. But see, so many of these politicians are driven by money or their own agendas or, you know, kind of filtering money into their own pockets or the pockets of their friends who help them get elected. And that's why we need to take, we, the people, no matter what country we are in, we need to take that process of healing into our own hands. See, we need to heal from the inside out. And when we do that, then we could all turn collectively to the people who have been elected, the servants of the people, and with one voice say, hey, you know what? We demand better of you. You're not in there to serve yourself. You're in there to serve the people. And all of us have different ideas, you know, different thoughts of what makes a country a great country, what makes society more fair, more great, more prosperous. And we all need to compromise, and we need to make our leaders compromise. Here in America, the Republican president just can't be the president of the people who are registered as Republicans. The Democratic president just cannot be the president of those who are Democrats in America. It has to be everybody and see if if we buy in to that mindset 
my president, their president, my group, their group. And we can't start the healing process or making things better unless our man or our person is in charge. See, we've already trapped ourselves. They're not our leaders. They're not our idols. They're not our saviors. They're to be the servants of the people. We need to take the initiative to start that healing process. I think it really is time that we start looking inward, looking at ourselves, living by the golden rule that I mentioned many times on this show, doing unto others as we would have them do unto us, love our brothers and sisters as we love ourselves. We have to start directing our focus toward those higher ideals. You know, none of us are going to be here forever. If we look at the spiritual side of this, none of us are going to be in this world forever. What legacy are we leaving behind for our children, for our families, for our country? It's time to think bigger, think higher, think better, treat other people better. Stop looking to just one person or one group of people to wave the magic wand and make everything okay. Because left to their own devices, these people are not going to do it. There's always going to be someone left out in the cold, someone that they don't care about because they don't agree with their politics or they, you know, they just don't want to put the money into helping certain groups of people that are in need. You know, it was just interesting to me that, you know, and again, this is not a, a political show, but just looking at the way all of these people operate, you know, they, they all have uh, issues, you know, problems and agendas. But just as a recent example here in America with the pandemic, there's so many people that need financial help, so many small businesses that are going under, and money hasn't even been given to them yet, yet the money is there. And we have people in our government fighting, oh, let's give the people a stimulus package. Well, no, we're not going to do it now. I don't want to do it now. Let's give them this much. Let's give them less. Let's just give them a little bit. Let's give them none. Let's, you know, there's all this bickering, all this fighting, small businesses and people still waiting for their money to help them from way back in March, April, May. But yet just about a week ago, our government gave Israel $3 billion Three billion with a B. Three billion dollars for some project that they got going on in the Middle East. And who did that money go to? The Israeli government. Where's the money for the American people? Where's the money for the Republican and the Democrat? Because both are in need.
You see that the games these people play, and we look to them to be the healers. We look to them to be the ones that are going to lead us into some, you know, bright new day. And that's why we have to think higher. We have to dig deeper. We have to initiate that healing process. We have to start living by that golden rule. We, all of us, need to be able to turn to our elected officials and say, hey, wait a minute. You have people in America right now that literally don't have enough to eat. They're going to soup kitchens. They're on the news selling all their personal belongings in their home to keep their businesses open. Many are shutting down. They don't have enough to make ends meet people. So many people afraid because they don't have enough to pay the rent or the mortgage and they're going to be evicted in a month or two out on the street. And in the midst of all that, you're giving, I'm sure, tax dollars of the American people that go to the federal government is part of that $3 billion you're giving to another government for a project that they want to do in the Middle East. Does this sound like individuals who are going to take us into the healing process? They're just not. And the more we are divided in attacking one another like a pack of rabid wolves, the more they're going to feed on that and take advantage of that. That's what politicians and governments do all over the world. When the people are turning on one another, they make all their backroom deals that slip right by us and keep everyone barking and attacking one another for a mere $1,200 that they haven't even received yet or money that's supposed to help them with their small businesses hasn't even arrived yet. The government's just sitting on it. You know, we can't look to these kind of people to be the healers of our country. Look at the money that was supposed to go to the small businesses and how these people give the money away to their pet projects or people they think deserve it. Small businesses in America have not received any relief from the government as of yet, but they made sure that literally, I think it was, uh, I don't know how many, uh, I think it might have been around $6 billion, if I'm not mistaken. It was a lot of money uh, that were sent to mega churches for relief during these hard times because, you know, the billionaire, millionaire pastors couldn't hold, you know, their Sunday services uh, and rake in all the cash. I mean, I'm not making this stuff up. This is really happening. This has really happened. And again, this is not a political show. You know, I'm not here bashing one party over the other because if the Democrats were in charge right now, I'm sure there would be other fiascos going on because that's how politics work. 
So unless we, we the people start the healing process, it's not going to be started, at least not in a way that's meaningful to everyone if we just look to those people. You know, I know a lot of folks, again, this is not a political show, but, you know, you look at someone like Mike Pence, Vice President of the United States. He's supposed to be a Christian. He's supposed to, you know, believe in and love God and praise all the time. Why did he see fit to finagle that megachurches got millions or billions of dollars, but the common man and woman still don't have anything? I mean, and it's just not him, don't get me wrong. Many of these politicians say that they're Christians, they're, they're, they're people of faith, but it always seems that politics and favoritism in politics will take precedence over faith and love and the golden rule. And if that's who we continue to look towards, if we keep being under this spell that these are the people that are going to heal our country, heal the world. Again, it doesn't matter what country we live in. This is, you know, a universal lesson. If we keep looking to those people, the healing's never going to come because all governments, no matter where in the world they are, no matter what party they belong to here in the United States, they all thrive a certain degree on the chaos and uncertainty. Even if they stir the pot just a little bit, just enough to keep the people kind of distracted with that chaos. Even if it's just a dash in the cauldron. They thrive on it. They benefit from it in some way. And you and I both know that that's true. No matter what side of the line we fall on politically. And see, that's the big mistake. We have to get beyond this. We have to look at one another not as Democrats or Republicans or blacks or whites or, you know, all of this. All of this stuff we look to divide ourselves. We need to start looking at ourselves as human beings, brothers and sisters, children of God. And that's an important one. If If you're a person of faith, no matter what that faith is, let me ask you a question. Do you think only white people will go to heaven? Do you think only black people will go to heaven? Or Hispanics, do you think only people who are Republican will go to heaven? Do you think God only loves people who support a certain political agenda? Now, when we ask that question, it sounds kind of ridiculous, doesn't it? I mean, most of us, you know, are good people, thinking people, we're going to hear that and say, well, of course not. That's ridiculous. But that's the way we act toward one another. You're the enemy. You're subhuman. 
because, fill in the blank, what is the difference? We all need to look at one another as human beings, as brothers and sisters, as children of God. We're all in this together. And the sooner we realize that, the better off we're going to be. Didn't Jesus say, you know, if you give so much as a cup of water to the least of these, you have done it to me? And if you haven't done it to the least of these, you withheld it from me. How we treat one another matters. It matters in the big scheme of things. It matters in the eyes of God. And listen, folks, you know, we need to get out of this nonsense where people refer to God as, you know, the tooth fairy or the Santa Claus in the sky. You know, just because there are some sects that uh, treat God like he's a genie in a lamp, you know, rub the lamp, uh, say a prayer, quote a few scriptures, and your prayer shall be answered. Well, that's, that's not the way it works. And we need to stop looking at God as some far-off fantasy. Because without God, without the idea of that higher love, that greater compassion... All we can do, ladies and gentlemen, is go so far as the things in this material world will take us, and look where it's getting us. This is a world where many are laughing and scoffing at the idea of God. This is a time in our world where many people who say they believe in God are pushing God aside and assigning political figures as like some kind of messiah or you know, Christ figure in their lives. And look where it's getting us. The wisdom of man and the things of this world will only take us so far. We will hit a wall. We will be dissatisfied. And when that happens, we become angry. We become depressed. We become sad. We become enraged. And then we start turning on one another. God is what takes us beyond the wall once we hit it in this physical world that we live in. Think of all the people that have committed suicide during this pandemic because they couldn't go to work. Good people, honest people, I'm not putting them down, I'm not saying, oh, there's something wrong with them, but they've gotten so enmeshed in the things of this world, this is what matters most, this is who you are, this is what life is all about, this is your life, this is what defines you. And some of these people were religious and spiritual people. But their mindset got so confused in the system of this world that when they couldn't go to work anymore, when they were stuck in the house with their families for a mere two weeks, they started taking their own lives. They felt hopeless and helpless and betrayed and sad and confused. They didn't know what to do. And many of these people that were religious and spiritual even forgot how to stop for a minute and say, geez, you know, 
I need to put my trust in God. I need to take this to God. I need God to take me beyond this wall that I'm running into right now. They completely lost the capacity to do that because of this, the way this world trains us all to think and behave and what this world makes us put all of our importance on. And this is the result without God. So if we're going to start this healing process, we're definitely going to need God to help us do that. And we need to get over this ridiculous notion, well, I'm not going to start the healing process with those uh, Muslims or those New Agers or those uh, people who say they're Christians but they belong to a different denomination or they're Catholic or they're black or they're white or they're Republican. If we go into it with that mindset, we've already lost. And we've become perpetual pawns in the political game that's currently being played and there will be no solution. There will be no answer. There will be no pot of gold moment at the end of the rainbow at the finish line. It will continue as it is until someone comes into office and makes it a bunch of laws that we can't mistreat one another or we go to jail for hate crimes or whatever else. And then we'll complain about that. Because we can't start the real healing process on our own. Because we're looking in the wrong direction for that healing process. We need to start looking in our own hearts, our own souls, and to God. Living by that golden rule. Doing it here, now, on the streets, in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in our towns, our cities, our states, our nations. We need to start the healing process at that grassroots, personal level. And then it will mean something. And then it will grow. And then it will bring us into a better day. And it will even start making our elected officials and servant, servants of the people, not our leaders, it will make them start acting better. Because they know if they keep playing these political games, they're not going to be voted in. They're not going to have the opportunity to have a political career. Because no one's going to stand for that anymore. We're going to expect better of ourselves and them. And then people that have integrity can start getting some of these jobs and doing some real good. This is how the healing process begins. If we look at the process, you know, it can only begin by, depending on who's elected on November 3rd, 2020, you know, we're, we're pitching pennies in a bottomless wishing well, it, it, you know, because some people will say, oh, this person can bring peace. Another half of the people say this person can't bring peace. 
We're going to riot in the streets. We're going to continue the hate. We're going to, you know, continue to be upset if this person is, is elected or if this person is reelected. We're already starting with the wrong answer. And that pollutes everything. Doesn't matter who gets elected on November 3rd and some people say, oh my God, yes it does. Well, you know, I understand, yes it does. But let's start the healing process right where we are. And then let's get our elected officials, no matter what party they belong to, to start doing the right thing where everyone is concerned. Not just the few, and not benefiting off the chaos, and not benefiting off the division. All of that kind of thing needs to stop. And it stops, and the healing process starts right here with each and every one of us, no matter where we are. And I hope enough people will hear this podcast, and that maybe we can start a chain reaction of real change, and real healing in our communities, in our nation, and in the world. We're all brothers and sisters and children of God. Let's not forget that. I appreciate you listening. I hope you got something out of this podcast today. Until next time, stay safe, stay well, walk in the light, treat others as you would have them treat you. No matter what their political affiliation, no matter the color of their skin, start seeing one another as equals, as human beings. Let's learn from one another. Let's care about one another. Let's treat one another with respect. I'm Paul James Caden. Again, I thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time here on The Infinite Journey.